God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, it's another beautiful day here in I Okay, You Okay, I Not Okay, You Not Okay land. What's the weather like in I Okay, You Okay, I I Not Okay, You Not Okay land? Well, much like- It's always 72 degrees. It's always 72, so there's no problem there. You're always wearing shorts. Boy. And there's this light breeze. But there are some storm clouds there occasionally. So it feels like 69. Well, every day is 69 for me, if you know what I'm saying. Zip. <laughs> you right. There was no cooler little euphemistic joke when you were a kid than the, the goddamn elusive 69. Dude, when 69 came up, immediately everybody transformed into Beavis and Butthead. You know, I, I went camping a couple weekends ago. Me and my male friends were talking about this phenomenon that was hold, really- hold up, Hold up real quick. Zip. It was really dramatic when you were a kid, and we used to call them. <laughs> By the way, this episode is not safe for work or kids. Um, we used to call them NRBs. Dude, are there any that are safe for work? Well, we're about to talk about erections now, and that's not something we talk about that often. Hold up. What's the unzip sound? Oh, here, let me try this. Tuck. Did you ever have that issue? Because in school, when your hormones are raging through you at 14. I'm just going to tell you guys what happens uh, if you're a male. I can't speak to the female experience. But when you're a male, you're thinking about sex a lot. And you're constantly aroused. And this the dreaded fear of being called up to the blackboard. Right. When you were in no position to be standing. Was that something that you experienced in old Germany? Yes. I would be in class and I would have a boner <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> I know. We called him NRBs, no reason boners, because it wasn't even like anything had to happen. Not, the wind could fucking blow. I mean, normally you weren't called up to the front of the class. That like happens in the movies. But class ends at some point and you have to go to your next class. You have to get up and walk out of the class. Yeah. Now, usually the terror of that moment is enough to help. make the yeah. boner go away. Yeah. But there are many times when you just kind of get up and do the boners that you have in high school. They're not the boners I have now. The boners I have now, you could put like a fucking piece of tissue paper on it and it's going down. <laughs> the bone, yeah, the, the, the erection. But the boners in high school, like literally are like rebar. Yeah. Like nothing is, sto- nothing is stopping those from being boners. Let's, um, I, I, you know, most of our listeners are female and I really don't want to gross them out. So let's pivot away from that. But the point is, and I think about this with my daughter and you got to be dealing with it with Luke, I imagine, but. We got to remember what that was like because our kids are going to go through it. You know, like we are designed, as we've talked about often on this podcast, we are sexual reproductive creatures. And we made up all these things about school. Oh, and that's a time when you're in school. High school's no place for uh, sexual activity. It's like nature doesn't give a fuck what weird rules we decided you do when you're a kid. You are wanting to have sex when you are a teenager. We can just put it this way. You're wanting to have sex, period. You don't have to put teenager behind it. Are you a human being? The basic process, the basic DOS for human beings is procreate. The boot up. The boot up DOS before you put in Windows 21 or Mac OS shit box, whatever the newest fucking 
retard OS they come up with. I think that's actually it, though. It's Mac O2S shitbox. I think that's actually it. Yeah, it is. It's, hey, let's take what worked when Steve Jobs was around and keep making it worse and worse every year until eventually it's all going to suck. Dude, I had a session I was working on all fucking day yesterday that I didn't save, of course, because when will I learn? Never at this point. Get the spinny pinwheel of doom. All right. You know what that is, right? Were you in Pro Tools? No, Logic, which is an Apple product, by the way. I mean, I don't ever have problems with Logic, but go ahead. Well, we don't need to get too into tech problems, but... Dude, the ladies love tech problems. We're either talking about our adolescent erections or our technical problems with Logic. (laughs) No, but uh, I had to force quit, and I thought, man, if I lose these six hours of this song, I'm going to shit. And I had to call up a buddy and be like, what do I need to do? And anyway, it, it auto-saved it. So they got that right. That didn't used to yeah. exist. I've lost songs before. I'm sure you have too. Have you lost entire songs? You can force quit uh, Logic and it'll just, it, it's auto-saving all the time. They didn't used to do that though. That's But you, when you weren't on Logic, it wasn't doing that. Have you ever had a whole song that you just lost like that? Dude, when I was working in Pro Tools, that happened almost every song. Every song I'd be working and then it would just, so then I had to, you can make it auto save every like two minutes and that's usually when it would crash have you ever had a song that when you lost it you were like fuck it i'm not even going to try to get it back it's too much work i've never i've never written a song that wasn't a perfect song oh really speaking Mm -hmm. of that two episodes ago we called the episode the perfect episode i listened to that episode it was a perfect episode well so then the last week's episode uh we have a listener in norway my friend carl what up carl he said, "What up, Car- wait, he, hold on, let me do it the Norway way." Okay, do what it. up, Carl? That's how they say it in Norwegian. I'm surprised I actually yeah. even understood that. It's probably because I'm friends with Carl. But anyway, well, because you because you were in the Norwegian mindset, so your brain was switched to Norwegian the processing. Yeah, that's right. But he said, "I thought last week's episode was the perfect episode, and then you guys went and released this one." And he said he it was the most he's ever laughed at any of our episodes. Yeah, I, I listened to it. It was pretty funny. So that's good. It's good to know that 170 of these in. We're still keeping the magic alive. Dude, we're not keeping it alive. We figured out a way to make the magic Eternal? more magical. Oh. No, just more magical. Oh. Like we, we started with magic and now we have magic her. Oh. Which is more magic. And then eventually when we hit like 300 episodes, we'll be magic est. Uh, yeah, we took those beans and planted them, grew a climbable vine into the clouds where giants live. Yeah, we're hanging out with the giants. And we have become said giants. Dude, what if we were the giants and we didn't know it and we looked down and all our little podcast people were all around us and then we just started eating them? <laughs> I think that's how ants feel every day. Dude, ant- here's what ants don't do. Give any shits about anything. They're like, oh, you're large? Okay. Let's see what happens when you get buried in the sand, bitch. Then they just eat your face. Plus ants are like, well, I'm small, but I'm strong as shit. That's what they think. They're like, I can live like 100 times my fucking body weight. I'm strong as shit. Ants are the Vin Diesel of the insect world. They don't give a fuck. Dude, ants are the pitch black fucking fast and furious franchise of the of the insect kingdom man they don't give a dude stand near a stand near a fucking red what are those stinging ants the red ants i don't know fire ants dude stand next to a fire ant pile in texas without any shoes (laughs) they'll they'll murder you they'll straight up murder you what happened to bob 
Oh, he got murdered. Oh, my God, what happened? He stood next to a fire ant pile, and they murdered him. Yeah, one second you're standing next to a fire ant hill, and then I look over and eat a potato chip, and I look back over, and you're just a skeleton. Yeah. They've just taken all the meat off the bone. They've taken everything. Well, first what they do is they murder you, then they take everything. Well, they That murder takes you, a while. They murder you by taking everything. No, they murder you by stinging you, dude. They have, like, venom in their stings. Really? That, by the way, if you're listening to this, don't Google anything. Just take everything I say verbatim and then incorporate it into your life forever so listen to this so i started this whole bit on my metal podcast called the metal police because metal metal people who like heavy metal myself included are nerds we're nerds okay it's all for for a certain amount of time and maybe even currently it's all we had okay was this music that we felt it made us feel less alone blah 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 but here's what happens when those people grow up (laughs) because they don't live on neverland with fucking peter pan so what happens when they grow up is they become grumpy nerds and they I call them the metal police because anything I say wrong, oh, God yeah. forbid I say something wrong about Iron Maiden, a band that almost no one cares about except these nerds, myself included. They're going to let me know, baby. The gay community cares about Iron Maiden. Do they? Isn't the, isn't the lead, which is, no, who's that's got Judas the, Priest. Oh, Judas Priest. Sorry. I get him confused. <laughs> Dude, the metal police would have my ass up against See, the that's wall exactly frisking what I'm talk- me. That's exactly what I'm talking about. See, we get emails now. And here, here's a psychological thing that I'm curious what you think about. I've been doing that podcast for four years. I didn't just start misspeaking, okay? I've been, I've been conversationally talking about music and maybe getting some shit wrong for four years. But I started right. doing this bit about the metal police. And now every episode, someone writes in to tell me I was wrong about something. Because what, there's a psychological mechanism there, right? I've been broadcasting and dog whistling permission inadvertently to the metal police. Yeah, you've given them permission to speak up when you should have been like, hey, metal police, GFY. Right. I don't care. GFY, I don't care. Oh, FYI, GFY. (laughs) (laughs) FYI, GFY. Oh, FYI, GFY. (laughs) PSA? GFY. Dude, I feel like if we were ever going to change the name of this podcast, it would have to be GFY. No, it would be FYI, GFY. No, no, no. You, you like the complicated For your information, idea. go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. But it's like we should have just called this one IOK with Bob and Clint, where you should call it GFY with Bob and Clint. No. Dude, you asked your wife when we started this podcast, you're like, oh, we got to change it. It's too long. And your wife said, no. Cause that's the perfect title. And I said, no, cause it's the perfect title. And you're like, but people won't be able to blah. blah. I'm like, fuck people. We're making art, dude. <laughs> we're not, we're not fucking pandering to these motherfucking retards. who can't remember the fucking I'm okay. You're okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. G- uh, FYI, GFY. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you can't figure it out, dude, here's what I'm doing with my daughter. Okay. I didn't do it with my son. But with my daughter, she's like, meow, 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 meow. I'm like, go figure it out. Because guess what's going to happen? Life. Figure it out. I can't, I'm not going to do it all. I did it all for my son. And I love my son. He's turned out great. He's a wonderful kid. But, and he, no, he's, he's amazing. I'm not saying anything bad about him because he's incredible. But I'm, I'm. Let's get that whole digging music going. It's, I'm just not, I don't know. With my daughter, I'm not, I'm, I'm, look, you need your shoes, find them. Yeah, we do that. If too. you can't find them, 
maybe you'll learn to put him in the same place every time. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that she's a girl and Luke was a boy? No. The difference is it's 10 years later and everything with kids and now this you can play some whole digging music and with animals dogs (laughs) is this it's not this time it's not this time it's the thousand times that are going to come after this so everything that you do you're setting a precedent I, I, i tell my wife i'm like look it's not tonight it's not now it's the next five to ten years like think it like it's going to be tough right now putting her in the crib, but let's put her in the crib because then we have, then we can keep our bed. She's not still in a crib at six, is she? <laughs> she never went into the crib. She never went in the crib and I she know. never went into her own bed. She slept, she slept in the crib maybe 10, 10 times as a baby. And then she started crawling out. So that was it. And she slept in her bed maybe three times. Yeah. And the rest of the time, in my bed. And I'm like, no, there's no room. There's no room in this bed. So yeah. then, then I then I get up and I go into the other room, <laughs> sleep in the other room. We're having that a little bit too. We, we only let her sleep with us as a treat though, but she's getting big. And so, yeah, it's like I sleep real shitty when she's in the bed now. Well, well, Luke used to, like he would start in his bed and then at some point in the night he would come and crawl into bed with us. That's what we do. She starts in her bed. Or me, you know, because most of the time, from the time Luke was like, I don't know, from the time he was one and a half when he got out of his crib or two, whenever it was, until he was eight, I was pretty much in that house alone. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was ever there. So, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm so, the same way. I, I feel we, and Isabel and I talk about it all the time where it's like, I think because I think of her as a girl and I, I, I know she's sweet and delicate. Not that all women are that, blah, blah, blah. Don't don't write in. Don't cancel this metal police, blah, blah, blah. But I do feel like I want her to be tough for the world, for sure. And so, and then there's like shit that they do where you know they can do it. And it's like, what kind of game is this? What is that? She's like, daddy, I can't get my, some shit she can do that she does all the time. I was like, what? Go do it. Well, there's this weird thing. I didn't notice it with Luke as much as with Scarlett. She figured out a bunch of shit like really early, mm-hmm. like really like getting dressed, yeah, putting her shoes on, all this stuff. Like when she was two, and then at some point she just stopped doing it, and she's like, uh, "Can you help me?" I'm like, "What?" Yeah, like it was weird, like this weird, it's super advanced, and then totally regressing. And I don't know what that is. I think it's because they realized that when they were able to do it, we quit giving them the attention, and they love attention from us, man. They, it's their fucking, they live for it. And so when we, when they become more autonomous, we back off <laughs> happily. And we're like, wow, do I have a life again? Am I free to enjoy life again? And then your kids who, dude, my daughter clocks everything that fucking happens in our world, dude. She is all, like soaking the whole world up all the time. And I think she just soaked all that up and was like, oh, they pay less attention to me when I'm less needy. And I don't like that. Right. Yeah. Women are way smarter than dudes. Dude. Here's a parenting tip for everybody listening. Don't let your daughter watch Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> what's that? That's I like mean, basically like, like radicalizing your kids. Basic. All right, here, all right, here's the story of Pippi Longstocking. I know abandoned, the name, but- abandoned as a child by her parents, but she has superpowers. So she's fucking got this house and she's got a whole fucking case of gold coins, but she's making choices. She's making adult choices, but she's a child. So she's got a horse 
inside the house. She's painting the house. She's fucking the house up hard. She can pick up a horse. She she'll you know, people come to her door and try to fuck with her, and she'll like you know fuck them up real hard because she's like got superpowers. So now my daughter's like, oh, I'm Pippi Longstocking, and I'm like, do you see a horse in the fucking living room? I don't think so. That's some made up shit. This is real life. I call the shots. Time out. <laughs> FYI, GFY. All because she simply used her imagination and pretended she was Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> dude. May have overreacted to that one a little bit. <laughs> no, dude. We've created a Do you a see monster. a fucking horse in this house? Dude, when I say, <laughs> dude, she's watched every Pippi Longstocking. There's like 30 Pippi Longstocking movies. She's watched them all now. Wow. They're all like dubbed. Ugh, dude, they're so bad. They're from the 70s. There are some things that Isabel doesn't let Nova watch because the the, the, similar to what you're saying, I mean, the heroes. There's one show, I can't think of what it is. It might be, I think it's, ah, fuck, it's the little unit, My Little Unicorn or My Little Ponytails or some shit. Dude, where, that My Little Pony's fucked up, man. I've watched a little bit of that. I guess they're like really sassy and bitchy to their parents in it. And like, yeah. they kind of notice Nova taking on. Kids try things on all the time. They're always trying on different shit. Right. And we kind of noticed that as she was watching one of these shows, she kind of started taking on the bitchy attitude of the character and we were like nope bye bye well we let her watch youtube like for hours and who knows what she's watching on that uh, (laughs) you really need to pay attention to that she's she'll come i mean she ends up uh there's a couple things she watches these like these kids doing doing stuff like they're scandinavian kids doing things uh and then she just will start saying stuff and acting like amazingly like very coquettish and very likable like not horrible like and we're like where'd she get that because i don't act that way my wife doesn't act that you don't way. that coquettish i mean i do sometimes i was about to say that surprises me i imagine you as a lovely coquette i mean they do it as a treat to yourself yeah once a month so, in front of the mirror i get real coquettish don't ask yeah. me to spell it. Dude, you know what I've been doing? Is I've been doing the New York Times crossword puzzle every day. I can't do anything past Tuesday. That's a hard one, especially the further in the week it goes. So here's the thing. I agree. So what I did was I, I agree, subscribed. I agree, yet I complete them. Well, here's the deal. I subscribed to it on my iPad, mm-hmm. and you have this thing called auto check that you can put on. So if you start spelling the wrong because they're very, the thing about the New York Times is they make it very misleading. Yeah. So they'll say one thing and you think that it's that, but it's actually the other meaning that you normally don't associate with the word. You kind of get used to that after a while. But with the auto check on, you know, you start writing in the thing that you, you think it is. And all of, you know, it's like, beep, it gives you like a little line across it. Oh, that's wrong. So once. That's cheating, when, by the way. Yeah, it is cheating. But it makes the puzzle do like you can finish it. Like I, I do it every day. I have friends who do it without it, and it's like I can do a USA Today. I I feel confident that on any day of the week I can complete a USA Today. Well, here's the problem: now but, that I've been doing the New York Times ones, I try to do a USA Today. It's too easy. It's not fun yeah, at all. That's the thing. There's a rhythm to them, and once you do them, see that that is the good thing about you doing the with the auto check because you're learning you're learning the rhythms of that crossword puzzle. Yeah. I bet in a, if you keep doing it in a month or two, you could do it without that auto check on, or you could, you need to start. I do it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday without auto check. Mm-hmm. Monday and Tuesday, I can, 
Monday and Tuesday, I complete the puzzle. Wednesday, I'll complete the puzzle, and it'll be like, keep trying, which means I've got one, one or two letters wrong. So if I get to the end on Wednesday, and everything's filled in, but I can't figure out what is the wrong letter somewhere, I'll turn on auto check and it'll literally be one letter that I've got wrong. All right. I'm I'm getting this app and we're going to I'm going to we're going to do them together. But by dude, by Thursday, auto check on. Like I don't even fuck around with it. It's too hard. And Friday and Saturday, forget about it. And then Sunday's just fun. Sunday's just a fun crossword. What are the chances this is a great segment for the podcast? Uh not at all. Like zero. Like if somebody's listening to this part, they're like <laughs> Where's the funny? Where's the interesting? Because you guys left both of those things in the rear view. And now you're just talking about crosswords. We just put out two perfect episodes in a row. Give us a break. Give us a fucking break. Here's what you got to do. If you're lifting thousand pound weights, eventually you're going to get to the point where you have to lift the five pound weights to kind of, you know, give yourself a break. So that's what we're doing. We're giving our, the parts of our brains that make the magicer. A little break. You know what we can do? Always have people re- remind people that are that to refer to us as thanks daddies when they write their reviews on yes. iTunes. Yes, but also we can always just go to the mailbag because people write in. Oh, let's go to the mailbag, dude, and find out what the fuck is going on outside of the the seventy two degrees, but it feels like sixty nine because there's a light breeze. Well, first of all, we're going to thank Andrew Sykes all the way from Australia who became a patron. Thanks, Andrew. Hi, good day, Andrew. Dude, Andrew was just like, am I in Australia? Is that my mom? <laughs> is that my, is that my mom calling me on the tally? <laughs> she brought me some Nutella. Dude, I watch so much British shit. I know. You love that shit. That I fucking will just be thinking in British. Oh. And like saying stuff in British, like it'll be looping in my head. I'm like, oh man, I got to watch some American shit. All right. Mariano Reynoso says, hi boys. Today I ate some Girl Scout cookies and they completely woke up the sugar monster. While I was running around the kitchen looking for more sugar, I found our daughter's Kinder Bueno. Ooh, son of a those are so Mariano good. says, son of a bitch. That shit is good. So when I'm good. able to control my sugar addiction, I follow Vinny Tortorich. And his no sugar, no grain lifestyle. Pretty simple. You avoid sugar and grains when you have time. Check out his intro to NSNG. I don't know what that is. Bob, you might have heard Vinny on Adam's ACS podcast. He also has a book and podcast called Fitness Confidential. I miss going to the Saxon Pub. I love the new album, Bob. Thanks for what you do, boys. Mariano, your number one blind follower. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah, I. that's the thing. I know if I don't eat sugar, if I cut sugar out, I'll lose weight. But guess what? I also lose all hope and joy in my yeah, life. The problem, the problem at our age, at our at our revolution number around the merry-go-round is we know the info. Yeah, that's really not. It's not like oh really? Oh shit! I just quit drinking Coke. Uh, I don't drink Coca-Cola. I don't know any adults who do. No, if you're drinking. But here's the deal: I have two mindsets. Okay. These are the two mindsets that I live with. Let's hear them, baby. The mindset, oh, I can do this. I'm doing it. There's that one. And then there's the, fuck it. I'm just going to treat myself. And those battle it out. Those two mindsets battle it out every day. And I wake up and I'm like, you know, today I'm going to drink some broth, some chicken broth. <laughs> 
if I get real hungry, I'll have a chicken breast. Maybe I'll have an egg. But that's all I'm eating today. And literally 30 minutes into my day, I'm fucking just taking handfuls of fucking blueberry muffins and shoving them into my fucking face like a goddamn monster. Starting with the chicken broth, huh? That's the big game plan. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I thought I found the perfect hack chicken broth i put i i, I warm it up in the microwave put a little dollop of uh, maggi zosa and then dude i'm telling you if i just drink a cup of chicken broth i'm good for like an hour or two dude i'm not joking that shit fucking i did a two-day i did a two-day fast and all i had was chicken broth and it was great i lost like five pounds it's the perfect chicken broth Dude, you're laughing now. You're laughing now. Here's what I see. Let me look into my crystal ball. Oh, God. Because I'm looking into the crystal ball, and what I see is Clint Wells pouring chicken chicken broth into a cup, putting it in the microwave, and sipping it with a little bit of soy sauce or mangi salsa in it for flavor because it's low sodium. And just going... Yeah, this oh, does Bob, work. Oh, Bob said he, <laughs> Bob said I'd be good for an hour after this. You are, dude. I'm telling you, it, I don't know what it does. I think it like puts you into ketosis or something, dude. It, it for, really, it works for my for most of my meals. I eat like seven ounces of grilled chicken. That shit fills you up, baby. I know seven ounces it's of grilled so chicken good. with soy sauce on it, and then a, a big ass thing of green beans, dude. A huge ass thing of green beans is like sixty calories, and I'm I full. I know, and you feel good, and you feel good. I'm on like day 91 or something. Yeah. Feel good. Look good. Everything's good. <sighs> Still don't look good. Still don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look I'm just good kidding. From I feel, I, here's, here's a better your way. Di- to, I feel well, better. I, I feel I don't look, I don't look good. And you look and great. I've got, I've got, yeah, I look good from, from here up. I'm fine. And believe me, I've got lighting. I've got a whole thing, but dude, when you see me from, uh, from the other angles, the other angles are real bad news. Those other angles. Fuck that. I went over to Rachel Loy's house the other day and had a play date with her. Mm-hmm. She's a fellow musician. And I think they listen to this podcast, actually. But um, yeah, she took a pic. They were having like a little birthday party. So I got up to take some little couple birthday pics. And um, Rachel took a picture of me from from the ground and from behind. And I was like, Oof, that's not a good pic. It's not a good look. We there was a guy we were on the road with who <clears throat> he really enjoyed pictures of himself. Well, that's the nicest way I can say it. So yeah, because he was thin and no. probably looked good from every angle. No, no quite quite the opposite. Really, uh, <clears throat> quite the opposite. Just uh, egomaniacal, dude. I wish, I wish I could be that person, dude. I know people like that. Yeah, I know people that are like. It is fascinating. I get. I'm I'm considered obese, <laughs> technically by the. <laughs> by the government what a sentence i'm considered obese by the government or by the medical by doctors like doctors classify obesity and severe obesity and i'm in the obesity obese column and now i know other people that are in the obese column they're taking their shirts my dad take my dad will just get he'll strip down naked and i'm like dad you look fucking gross (laughs) what are you thinking (laughs) 
if I looked like him, I'd have my shit completely. I'd be wearing one of those goddamn things that they wear in Iran. The women wear the burqa. What? I'd be wearing a fucking burqa. You just see my eyes if I look like my dad. My dad doesn't give a fuck, dude. I, dude, and he'll live forever because that he's not concerned. Yeah, I'm so I'm too concerned. It is interesting how he didn't imbue that onto you. In fact, it's not imbue. It's just who I am a certain way. He is a certain way. Yeah, we're but, not, we're not but his way uh, traumatized you or something in that area. Well, we need to get out of here and kick it to the Secret Weekly. It's been a, another lovely episode. We've actually covered a lot of ground. Dude, this was the peak behind the curtain episode. Like, we did a perfect episode where we're being pros. B- people saw the front side of us, and the front side looked good. And they're like, oh, that's the, that's the side I like. I okay. Then we did another episode where we even did a different angle. And it was from the top looking down. And even from that angle, they're like, well, Bob's got a little bit of a bald spot on top, but still pretty good. In fact, haven't laughed harder. That's our friend from Norway or the fuck. Now, this episode, dude, it's like we were just in the room having a chit chat before the show started. And our listeners were on the couch just going, hmm, this isn't as interesting as their iPod, uh, as their podcast, but I'm learning a lot. About I think it was guys. a good episode. And to tie it into what we first talked about when we were kids with our NRBs is uh, we let people see all the sausages made. And that's important. Dude, they're like, oh, I didn't know they used ears. <laughs> I didn't know they used all the parts that no one wants. Listen, you they can use write penis. In, you can <laughs> just put that. They, penis they knew in the, we use. They they knew that though. They're like, yeah, there's penis. We show we show them the penis all the time. You take the mangled penis, put it in a little bit of chicken broth, a little bit of soy sauce. It's the perfect hack, dude. Microwave, <laughs> microwave some deer penis in a cup of chicken broth. Holy shit, dude! You're gonna Don't lose some the weight. soy sauce though because it's low sodium. All right, listen. Uh, write in Bob and Clint at gmail.com. Go listen to other podcasts. One's called the Song Club. One's called Metal Up Your Podcast. We're going to kick it to the sea. Oh, go support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash letters IOK. We'll see you on the flip-flop. Peace. Peace. <laughs>